Hello, this is Rob and Mike from the McClellan Financial Group of Asante Capital Management, and this is Think Smart with TMFG. Today on Think Smart with TMFG, Mike and I are going to be discussing maybe it's time to get on a plane. You've done this recently, haven't you, Rob? Mike, I actually have. I have been uh, just uh, this past weekend, I was in New York City. Um, myself, my wife, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, the four of us ventured down by plane because we can't drive across the border. But we uh, flew out of Toronto, Air Canada, and uh, we spent four days in New York City to celebrate my 60th birthday. Happy birthday, Rob. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I guess the big question everyone has is, how is travel? <laughs> well, travel is interesting. Over the last even three months, I've been uh, out to Halifax to uh, drop my daughter off at Dalhousie in Halifax, get her settled there. So we went out for a few days. That was really easy. The airport was pretty empty and you're, you're going to a pretty safe place. The, you know, the high vaccination rates, extremely low COVID cases. I think there was 29 active cases in the province when we arrived. So I wasn't worried about getting COVID uh, on the flight out or when I was there. In Canada, you don't need a lot of clearance between provinces anymore, I don't think, do you? No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Right? There, there's, there's nothing. There's no new checks or anything. And plane is just a mask, is it? That you need to wear. You wear a mask the whole flight, except yep. if you're eating or drinking, and then you lower your mask. Yeah. So, and you know, when you're when you're in the airport, you're wearing the mask, you're lining up. But even today, there, there's no questions. You do some preliminary work, and we'll talk about that in going to New York. But it's pretty simple. And and then uh, about a month ago, I was out in British Columbia, and very similar experience. It was really easy getting out there. And provincially, um, there's no testing required or anything like that. Not at this point. You don't yeah. need to be double vaccinated for flying. Now, that rule's probably going to change in the coming future, but it was pretty simple. Yep. New York was a little bit of a different experience. So first of all, and, and some of this is related to the state of New York as opposed to the U.S., but we had to get a COVID test first off. And it's not just your regular COVID test. We had to book an appointment at Shoppers and it was a couple hundred dollars per person. Yeah, I think it depends on the airline too, because there's an antigen test and there's there's two types of tests, right? There's right. one that's called an antigen, one's called the PC, uh, forget what it is now, but one is cheaper than the other. Well, I had to do the more expensive test to go down to New York. Yeah. And it's a much gentler test. It's sort of a, rather than shoving that thing down your nose, they just sort of twirl it around in your nose. So it's, it's much more yeah. enjoyable, <laughs> right? It's a much more enjoyable experience. I'd sign up for that test any day. Yeah, and I guess it depends which state you go. My wife went to Vegas, and she just had to do the antigen test. That was pretty cheap at Shoppers. But you have to check with the airline, and that was about 40 to $45, I think. So the next thing was we were warned that we had to arrive at the airport three hours early. Now, this is a bit of a disappointment. I put some of this blame on, on the airport itself, and, and apologies to those who work there. But what you ended up doing, so our flight was at 8 o'clock. We had to get there three hours early. So that brings us to five o'clock. We get there and nothing's open. So everyone else did what we did, got there three hours early. And now you've got massive lineups at the airport. There's no six feet apart. We're all six inches apart. We're all wearing masks, but we're in a line because the door is closed. Not the door to the airport, but the door to, to get into the to, to customs. Gotcha. So, so it wasn't open. 
So they, that took a long time to get everyone through. So we wasted the first hour just because they weren't open. There's a lot of hours to remember. You got to get your test, which takes 24 hours results, which you have to have 72 hours before your flight, which you got to be at the airport three hours before it takes off. <laughs> There's a lot of things to remember here. So what's the lesson? If you're going to go down to the U.S. or, or somewhere else, you, you want to be going for longer than four days would be my only comment there. Yeah, because when you get down there, you have to take a test to get back, right? Almost upon arrival. Well, so that's the other piece. So we'll talk, you know, we'll finish with the testing piece. In our second day there, Within 72 hours of before we left the U.S. to come back, we had to have a test. So someone came to the hotel. We paid for this service. They come to the hotel and they actually did the test right in the lobby. So we didn't want to go up to our rooms to do the test. So we're doing this test right in the middle of a, it's a it wasn't a busy lobby, but there was, I don't know, 15 other people in the lobby at the time. We're in the COVID test right there. So, but it was done. Really nice guy, really simple. And we got the results the next day. Everything was good. And then you download this app on your phone. But here's what I'll say. If you're not tech savvy, and I'm pretty good at this stuff, and my brother-in-law is also pretty good, it was a lot of work. Just filling, getting the app right was an hour. Yeah, because there's an Arrive Canada app, isn't there? There's the Depart Canada app, there's Arrive Canada, and everything's got to be good. So then we get down there. What was life like there? Well, not dissimilar from here. They're advanced. They've already had this, you know, you have to be vaccinated to go into a restaurant. We went to a comedy club one night. We were going to go to a concert. We decided against it. It was going to be too busy. But the comedy club, I saw people being turned away because they didn't have their vaccine certificate. So they had tickets, didn't have their certificate. Sorry, you got to leave. Yeah. New York's a very democratic type of uh, state too, particularly the city, I believe. So they seem to lean more toward that way. I think Cuomo was in charge. I think, I don't know if he's still. No, I'm not sure con- if he's still. All the controversy no. that happened. I don't <laughs> know if he's still. He's had a few issues. <laughs> he had a few issues least. along the way, but he did put a lot of COVID restrictions in there. So restaurants are good. They were, they were to capacity. We went to four different restaurants when we were there and it was great. You know, you wear your mask in, you show your pass when you go in. I actually made it my lock screen on my phone so I could just flash it. I didn't need to, you know, my sister-in-law, she had pieces of paper. She had to pull out of her purse and it took three minutes longer than it should have. But anyways, you know, and that gets you in, you wear your mask to your table. Once you're at your table, you take your mask off. The servers are all still wearing their mask. So you felt very comfortable. It was a normal experience. And then the stores, some of the stores wanted to see your vaccine passport. Others didn't. It wasn't a passport, but your COVID test. In the States, they actually have a passport in New York State, um, but we obviously didn't have those. So overall, good experience, but there were some interesting observations about New York. So when you think of New York, what do you think of it today? Like, is it exciting city? Is it a busy city? I mean, last time I was in there, yeah, it was a few years ago, but it was busy happening, tons of shopping, you know, you think Saks Fifth Avenue, Macy's, Times Square, uh, you know, Central Park, you have all those, you know, that's my visions. Whenever I go to New York, I go to all those places and it's, yeah, it's exciting. There's a lot of people. So a couple of weird observations. First of all, New York's been hit pretty hard. I would say a third of retail and office space is available for sale or for lease. Everywhere you go, every third place, and this can be a corner unit, ground floor, 18,000 square feet, beautiful piece of property in New York City, and no one's in there. It's empty. And this, you would just see this all over the city. It's been devastated. And office towers, completely empty, lights out. 
So, so that was a big surprise, and that's going to take time to recover. It might be repurposed too. You never know. Maybe there'll be more more apartments. You know, it's become impossible to live in Manhattan. We might go down five years down the road, and it's more easier to live in Manhattan and uh, work out of your home. You know, the space. I can't see the workforce returning five days a week into the office anytime no. in the future. No, this is maybe a, three days a week. Maybe three days, but I think this is a permanent shift in how we do business. Retail, I think we've seen a permanently a permanent shift in how people buy items. You had to buy online during COVID. So yeah. you got pretty good at it and you got pretty comfortable with it. Think of sacks and all the money they used to put into these, these stores and how much that, that would cost them. And people don't care about it that much anymore. People are used to going online. If Why pay for that big real estate? So it's interesting to see that. And I, I think it's going to take a time for it to recover. But here's the other issue. They have the same problem with employment and unemployment that we do. They don't have workers. The restaurant owners, we were talking to one of the owners, he can't get staff to staff his restaurant. Retail stores can't get staff. Bloomingdale's doesn't open till 11 o'clock in the morning because they can't get staff. It's funny. They're not even paying the CERB the can is. But they can't get staff to come back and work in yeah. their stores during COVID. So you've got some of those issues that are going to take a, a long time to overcome. Now, here's another thing that was really interesting. There was scaffolding literally everywhere. Every third store had scaffolding in front of it. It was so much. And I, I noticed at a certain point that I'd look up at the building and going, there's no construction going on in that building. So what's going on here? Now, this is a, a recent phenomenon. So I, I went to Google and looked it up. Yep. You will not believe why the reason is. So in New York, every five years, you need to have someone look at the face of your building to make sure it's not falling apart. So the owners of those buildings have determined that it's cheaper to buy the scaffolding and just leave it there <laughs> all the time, as opposed to tearing it down and rebuilding it every five years. <laughs> so the city looks a mess because it's totally under construction, but really it isn't under construction. It, there's only maybe one out of every 10 buildings that's actually under construction. Now, some of these retailers and companies have gotten a little creative and have actually painted the scaffolding to match the, the paint, the colors of the of the company, but more often than not, it's just ugly steel. I guess that's the problem with the old buildings. They they look they have character to them, but again, uh, you start to have these gargoyles falling off the roofs. You have some issues. Well, it's funny. I was talking to a, a guy, and I said, you know, have you noticed this? And he said, no. Now, now that you think of it, you know, there is a lot of scaffolding. It's really nice in the winter, he said, or when it's raining, because you know my dog's not getting wet. Yeah. <laughs> So because they live there, they barely even notice that this thing has gradually happened. But as an observer, you really notice it. Yep. Cabs, cab industry, they're still out there, the yellow cabs, but Uber's taken over. And the problem is Uber is three times more expensive than the cabs today. A short Uber ride, maybe a 10-minute ride, $45. Yeah, cab New ride, 10 to $15. New York was always reasonable for cabs. Uh, it used to be a great place to get. You get anywhere you want very quickly on a cab. You get from uptown to downtown for 20 bucks. You could go from Times Square to the village. But trying to find a cab now, because of this issue, it's really difficult. So more than two-thirds of the time, we used Uber. It just was faster. All we'd see is these cabs go by that were full, but you couldn't find a cab. And New York's really not that busy right now. So 
Got to become a real New Yorker. Do the subways, Rob. <laughs> well, one day. Go, go underground. <laughs> so anyways, I thought it might be interesting just to share some of the experiences of getting out there. Uh, hopefully some of you will get out of there. I know a lot of our clients have been staying close to home. If you're, if you're double vaxxed and you're feeling a little bold, maybe it's time to, to venture forth. Excellent. That brings us to the end of another week. This is Rob and Mike with Think Smart from the McClellan Financial Group reminding you to live the life that makes you happy. listening to the McClone Financial Group of Asante Capital Management Limited. Asante Capital Management Limited is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Insurance products and services are provided through Asante Estate and Insurance Services Incorporated. This material is provided for general information and is subject to change without notice. Every effort has been made to compile this material from reliable sources. However, no warranty can be made as to its accuracy or completeness. Before acting on any of the previous information, please make sure to see a professional advisor for individual financial advice based on your personal circumstances. The opinions expressed are those of the authors and not necessarily those of Asante Capital Management Limited.